Psalm 60 To the choir master, a miktam of David, for instruction. On the occasion when Joab, on his return, struck down 12,000 of Edom in the Valley of Salt. O God, you have rejected us, broken our defenses. You have been angry. O God, restore us. You have made the land to quake. You have torn it open. Repair its breaches, for it totters. You have made your people see hard things. You have given us wine to drink that made us stagger. You have set up a banner for those who fear you, that they may flee to it from the bow. That your beloved ones may be delivered, give salvation by your right hand, and answer us. God has spoken in his holiness. With exaltation I divide up Shechem and portion out the veil of Succoth. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is mine. Ephraim is my helmet. Judah is my scepter. Moab is my wash basin. Upon Edom I cast my shoe. Over Philistia I shout in triumph. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Have you not rejected us, O God? You do not go forth, O God, with our armies. O grant us help against the foe, for vain is the salvation of man. With God we shall do valiantly. It is he who will tread down our foes. Amen. Sometimes it seems as if the whole world is arrayed against us. It may also seem that in our troubles, God is nowhere to be seen, nowhere at all. Conflict is unavoidable, and we are facing it alone. But the true question is, are we? David feels this way as he writes Psalm 60. God is not with them, as evidenced in the events of recent history. David couches their current situation in the language of judgment. The people of Israel have suffered a defeat and are now in a mood of great desperation. There is a hope for those who look to God, but the nation is tottering and on the edge of its very existence. They must confront the nations that are coming against them, but will they do it by themselves? There is a change of voice in the middle of this psalm, starting with verses 6 through 8. Here, David is speaking for God, as a prophet. And he says that all the nations that are before them, and the people of God themselves, are God's possession. And he will do what he wants with them. He rules over all the nations. In response, the king, as leader of the army of Israel, asks, Who will go with him to the fortified city, that of Edom? Edom was the people of Israel's enemy. And their leader is asking, will he have to fight the enemy by himself or will will God go with him? That is verse 9. Then the king adds, have you not rejected us, O God? You do not go forth, O God, with our armies. The point of this is simple, really. Without God, our future is without hope. If we do not have him, we do not have anything. It is in verse 11 that the voice of the psalmist returns and gives us the lesson in all of this. It is we who need help from God, for all our strength without him is nothing. The psalmist says it plainly, vain 
or empty is the salvation of man. Too often in our living, we make a fatal mistake that we can live this life successfully with our own wits, our own talent, our own strength. When we become aware that life is too big for us to handle by ourselves and we need help or rescuing, we make the mistake of looking to others like us for our salvation. Israel looked to their human kings and then to the might of allies like Egypt that might save them. But they were made to depend on God and Him alone for their salvation. Any human plan for their salvation was simply not big enough for the life God had made for them. Therefore, the psalmist says that any salvation promised through our own agency or the work of any human being or organization is like the wind. It's empty. It has nothing to it. It has no substance whatsoever. The psalm ends with these words. With God, we shall do valiantly. It is he who will tread down our foes. That salvation is found in Jesus Christ and him alone. He who died for you, that you would live. Live as God intended you to live, bravely and victoriously above the enemies and circumstances that are working against you. Look to him who is your salvation. Amen. Let us pray. Victorious Lord Jesus, we feel alone and weak when we look at the battle, the conflict we are in. Lead us and be with us, that your victory would become ours. Whatever the circumstance, whatever the foe, let this be your battle. We remember that you came forth from the tomb in victory and are now seated at the right hand of the Father. Extend that victory to this day and our battle. Use your authority and work your justice in our situation and trial that we face here today. Fill our hearts with the courage that comes from standing with you. In Jesus' holy name do we pray this. Amen and amen. Amen.